Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The Pod Network Entertainment. going on this is xavier woods aka austin creed let me talk to you hello wwe universe in the philippines this is charlotte Adam! hey everyone this is jeff cobb i have to finish the story we are pretty deadly yes boy yes boy run Bang, the sniper is shooting you down. This is TMDK's Robbie Eagles. Hey, hey, this is the Cosmic Cactus, Paul London. Hello, my name is Zina Dragunov, the star, the NXT champion, and you're listening to me. And you're listening to And you're listening. And you are listening. And you're listening to the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. The Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. The Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. The Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. To the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Yeah. You are listening to the longest-running weekly episodic Filipino wrestling podcast. This is the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Stan C, Ro Moran, and Emil Nate checking in on an audio-only episode. It's Picks of the Week. Uh, I haven't been on the pod in quite some time. Uh, work has happened. I've also gotten sick. So thank you to Ro and Emil for holding down the fort. Uh, we're also recording this on a, on a day that is uh, very bittersweet to fans like Ro and myself. November 13 is the death anniversary of the late, great Eddie Guerrero. He was taken from us way too soon on this day, 18 years ago. Can you believe it's been 18 years? Jeez. Wow. Uh, yeah. Uh, no, I think the worst part is so what, he was only like 38 when he passed. So, oh, yeah. We're still in that age. I mean, it's five years. Come <laughs> yeah. yeah, the two of us. <laughs> it's very weird. It, it's very weird to be contextualizing everything and to um, hit, be hit with that sobering dose of reality that as it stands, we are actually closer to Eddie's age of death uh, than, you know... Uh, Whatever, whatever, uh, wistful age we were at. No, I mean, I mean, it's not just that, but um, you know, a lot of people have been croaking lately because you know, the pandemic, COVID nineteen, long effects. It's more likely than ever. So I just wanted to tell you guys that if you're our age, given this that, if you're, uh, you know, because we're closer to the, the the age Eddie died, um, if you're not taking care of yourself yet, I think you, I think you got to start thinking about it and making the actions to do that because we uh, never know. When we're gonna go? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's as good as a reminder as any. Um, <clears throat> since it is a pick of the week episode, uh, we're gonna be giving you a special Eddie Guerrero pick that's happening in a bit. But we have some housekeeping to take care of. We actually have some events that are coming up in the month of November that we really want you to be a part of. And we're gonna start with the Survivor Series live viewing party happening next week. Uh, you know, two weekends from now, so two Sundays from now. Uh, it's gonna be at Hobby Stadium, November twenty sixth at nine a.m. That's where the main show starts. Doors open at eight a.m. Uh, you can pre-register, pre-buy your tickets right now um, on 
our tiny URL. It's on our Facebook post. Um, you can just click it and you know be taken to the Google form. You just gotta pay three fifty pesos for the early bird price, and you can choose to walk in. Pero mas mahal at five hundred. So uh, we're gonna have fun. Uh, we have prizes from Hobby Stadium and our friends at Everybody's Toys and Collectibles. Uh, we'll t- we'll let you know all about that when we finalize what the prizes are. So please come on down. Let's have some fun. It's Vive Survivor Series War Games. So uh, Emil will be there to handle the show and say hi to them. Say hi to them and Rowan. Uh, Stan and I could not make it on that day, but uh, it's going to be fun. Uh, Hobby Stadium is a great place for these viewing parties. Please uh, patronize their business as well by ordering food and drinks. So we're set up the offerings in the done. And, you know, uh, let's, you know, just have fun and vibe with the rest of the local wrestling community here in Manila. Yeah, so the tiny URL is tinyurl.com slash Survivor Series PH2023. So we tried to make it as simple for everybody. Again, it's tinyurl.com slash Survivor Series PH2023. If for some reason you uh, just missed the link, you can check it out. It's a Hobby Stadium social media. It's already there. Facebook.com slash Hobby Stadium PH. Uh, it's already up there. We hope to see you there. Uh, siyempre, mas marami pa rin in But if you want to get a discount, the early bird ticket is the way to go. All right? Yep. So we'll see you there. Sunday, November 26th for Survivor Series War Games 2023. All right. Uh, let's go to yung, ano naman, yung uh, watch party natin for AEW Full Gear, which, as Rose said, is happening on our Patreon program. Emil, tell the people how they can be part of our growing patron community. You can be part of that and the viewing party for Full Gear uh, by subscribing to our Patreon at patreon.com slash wrestling wrestling podcast for as low as $5. Again, you'll get uh, you get some benefits uh, by uh, subscribing to our Patreon. Of course, uh, you get to join in our Discord community where we will have the Full Gear uh, viewing party next week. And uh, you can also interact with us, interact with your fellow podcast. And talk to us about anything, force wrestling, but you can also talk to us about everything and anything under the sun, you know. So anything you like, you can chat with us, chit chat. And um also uh with uh, our patron is uh um you get some review content of the weekly wrestling shows, uh like Raw uh, Raw SmackDown, NXT Dynamite, Curtis Hill, Row and Rowan. Uh and if you join in on our Patreon, you'll get some uh Friendly rates on the Pasavice that we do uh, recently. The next one being uh, in a couple of weeks for Black Friday. So if you want to get some friendly rates on the service piece, you can do that. Uh, and again, um, by subscribing to our Patreon, you're pretty much uh, supporting everything that we do here on the pod. So again, it's at patreon.com slash wrestling wrestling podcast for as low as $5. All right. Yeah. Uh, you mentioned the Pasabais. Perfect time to bring that up because Black Friday is two weeks away. Yep. Yeah. Champagne uh, Black Friday means the biggest sales of the year because uh, it's a holiday season. So if you've been feeling to get some authentic merch from the you know online merch sites, whether it's WWE Shop, Shop AEW, Pro Wrestling Tees, even Roots or Fight or any other store that may tindang wrestling merch or wrestling merch adjacent, we'll go get it. Uh, as long as tatanggapin ang ating ang aming credit card so all you gotta do is join the batch when it opens next week November 20 and make your orders uh, may down payment in ang konti for those who are not part of the Patreon pro- Ay, yeah for those who are not part of the Patreon program and uh, we'll make those orders on Black Friday maybe all the way until Cyber Monday kung hindi kaya 
uh, and then they'll be uh, discounted for sure. And then you'll get them uh, hopefully a month after because I'm going to go order at the time. And that's when you pay. So if you are, as Emil said, part of the Patreon program, you get friendly rates. Um, you can still, you know, buy from us even if you're not a patron. Because we do a lot of uh, handling on the back end for that service and for your legit merch. So if you want those le- uh, legit pieces of merch from WWE, AEW, or any wrestler whose merch is on uh, a store like Pro Wrestling Tees, then uh, this is what you've been saving for. It's Black Friday slash Cyber Monday. Saktong saktayan for November. Great Christmas gift for yourself or for your loved ones who happen to love pro wrestling. All right, uh, let's start with our Eddie Guerrero-centric pick of the week. And um, I'm, we're going to cede the floor to Emil because he's a younger fan. And Camilo, we fanboy over Eddie Guerrero way too much on this podcast, pretty much the rest of the year anyway. All right, so uh, th- again, this is uh, today's the uh, death and 18th death anniversary of one Eddie Guerrero. And uh, I got to uh, pick this match. I picked this uh, pick for, for us to talk about. And it's the Halloween Havoc. Uh, match between uh, Eddie Guerrero and Rey Mysterio for the I believe this was a mask versus no, title. It, yeah, yeah. Yes, it oh, was yeah, mask, mask versus title. Versus title match uh, for the WCW Cruiserweight Championship. And um, I think for younger fans, if you have played WWE 2K22, I think uh, <laughs> you, I, I think alam niyo naman kung ano match na to, no? This was the, this is the first match of the Rey Mysterio showcase uh, that showcase mode of that game but i think for older fans i think this is uh one of i think at that time this is a revolutionary match because um parang naintroduce yung mga tao with the with especially with the the western audience they were introduced to a much faster style of wrestling which is lucha libre and these two were pretty much the best at it i think uh during that time and i think at all time they looked like the best of the best no and watching watching this match over and over again i remember the first time i saw this was around 2000 15 2014 so way after it happened and it, it just blew me away because yung pagkakalala ko kay Rey Mysterio at that time he was this was before his rejuvenation so parang ano siya matanda tapos um i mean he's still Rey Mysterio pero he's what not what are you talking about what? no this what? nung umalis siya no, sa to WWE. be fair what rejuvenation to be fair right around 2014 2015 uh, he did seem like he was a step slow and yeah, then now yung, he doesn't he seems yeah, a bit yeah, better yeah, than okay. that time right like, I, i get it Yung before siya naglucha underground, which I feel like... Before he like did the Kobe that. stem cells. Yeah, they, exactly, you know. <laughs> so, this this was really the... Yung talagang prime ni Rey Mysterio. Even though he became more famous uh, when he... Uh, nung pumunta na siya sa WWE. And Eddie... Man, Eddie's just amazing, man. Uh, if if there's one match of Eddie that you need to watch, siguro as a wrestling fan, this is, this is it. Because this is the best of both both men. And this is... One of the one of the best one of my favorite matches of all time then and even though it still you know still holds a uh, high regard on on my end that's one of my favorite matches of all time and uh you know and there were some spots here that still boggles my mind how did they, they were able to do it uh, you know the, the springboard to the outside of the ring which is still one of the most athletic stuff I've ever seen in the wrestling ring. 
uh, and yung DDT. Uh, I, I, I'm sure you know what, what I'm referring to. Yung um, nag-springboard si, uh, si Ray to, and then he did that DDT. Or I think it was Eddie. Basta, I, I think you I think alam niyo naman yung ano yung spot na sinasabi ko. And then... He's referring to the spot na mahirap gawin dun sa yeah. WWE 2K. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So, it's I, like it's the so, third or fourth <laughs> task where you springboard na parang naka-handspring pa and then you go tilt the world into the DDT and yeah, the yeah. are so difficult to do na dun ka masastuck. So, yes. Yeah, it took, took me a while to finish that uh, that task. That's, uh, That's why I don't play showcase mode. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, again, uh, if you have the time today and you want to rem- reminisce about Eddie, this is the match that we would recommend for you to watch. It's 15 minutes on the YouTube page yeah. on WWE. It's really it's free. You know, they make all that stuff free. Yeah. Uh, the thing about this match is people might not know it, but uh, all almost all Ray matches where Ray has to go up against a bigger dude, this was the blueprint for it. Yung mga match na ganun. So much so that Eddie would also go back and take from this match when they did uh, uh, the, the match at WrestleMania 21. So um, that's how influential, I think, uh, that, uh, that, that match was and how Eddie helped uh, make Ray Mysterio digestible for the crowd, for the American crowd. I'm not the man that he was before, but uh, uh, some of this was really fast. Like <laughs> I, I remember the opening shine segment uh, of the match going so fast that I had to rewind and um, watch it in 0.75 speed, Ganina, just so I could see everything happening, especially the opening spot where um, that was the spot where Logan Paul uh, apparently saved Ray from. <laughs> so... Yeah, uh, just just to show you that uh, Ray's been doing this for decades, yeah. right? So, um, really good stuff. Uh, it's not like the most dramatic match ever of Eddie's, but uh, it does show you how well versed in lucha libre he was, even though he preferred uh, wrestling the slower American style, especially as a heel. So, so and I think this was part of the bridge that uh, parang made Lucha Libre understandable to Western audiences, especially if you're the kind of rest, Western wrestling fan that uh, uh, preferred the slower, more quote-unquote psychological style, if you will. So he was really good for this. And uh, the bridge between both worlds, and eventually Ray would become this as well when he would go to WWE and uh, wrestle for Vince. But the being the bridge of both cultures was... One of uh, Eddie's most underrated um, abilities. Right? So uh, when Emil says you got to go watch this, you really do got to go watch this because hey, it's Ray at his best and Eddie helping Ray be at his best. Yeah, it really spoke a lot to the versatility of Eddie as a performer. How, you know, um, at the time he was pigeonholed into the cruiserweight spot, but you pair him up against Ray Mysterio, who's just a lightning rod of energy and speed. Eddie, Eddie's forced to. Uh, play the, the role of the bigger wrestler diba? he's forced to be the, the aggressor here as the heel as the bigger guy so you can see the versatility in how he uh, really has a Swiss army knife of tricks and, and skills na kaya niyang wear down si Ray with his submission ability but he can also bring out the power game just because he's much bigger than Ray while maintaining the fact that, yeah, technically he is still a cruiserweight so uh, this, this match was the quintessential Eddie Ray match 
uh, for all of the reasons that Rowan and Emil had pointed out. And it's one of those matches that decades have gone by. It doesn't get old. It's timeless. And I'd like to think that it will continue to last the test of time or continue to stand the test of time uh, as we all get much older and hopefully not die at 38. Again, uh, rest in peace, Eddie Guerrero, um, a wrestler we continue to miss, a wrestler who we continue to wonder what, you know, what would happen, what would the wrestling landscape be if uh, he was able to grow old enough to like retire and to uh, either be a producer in the back or like a legend we'd see at conventions or whatever. You know, these are things that oh, I personally keep on toying within my brain. So I'm sure I'm not the only one. And, uh, you know, we continue to keep Eddie Guerrero's memory alive in, in our hearts, in our minds, in our fandom, and in the way that we love and talk about wrestling. All right, uh, let's get to our picks here. Uh, well, I'm picks Chino because he's a busy guy, uh, but the rest of us, uh, we've got picks. So let's talk about it. And we're going to start with my pick from Raw this past week, which was the main event between Seth Rollins and Sami Zayn. So mejo nagulat ako that this this actually happened, especially coming out of Crown Jewel. This was uh, a mere two days since uh, Seth and Drew uh, had their World Heavyweight Championship match in Saudi Arabia. Um, but it was great to have Sami Zayn here because there was a part of me that also missed seeing these world title matches on TV. When Seth Rollins became World Heavyweight Champion, kasi I had this idea na Oh, okay, Shaneng ano, Shaneng workhorse champion, right? But then because of the injured back storyline, like he would only have his matches at the PLEs. So to have Seth defend against Sammy in the main event of, of Raw kind of made me feel like this was ruthless aggression era WWE, where you would have the world heavyweight championship be contested on a random episode of Monday Night Raw. So that was the feels for me. And I I I like that right away. I felt that it did make sense given uh Seth was giving Sammy like a reward or a thank you of sorts for what Sammy did for him on Crown Jewel. Um, I'm I'm I I wouldn't say that this was like the best Seth and Sammy match ever, especially given the shenanigans that happened. But uh, I'm I'm hoping that this could uh, lay the foundation for Sammy going after the world championship down the road, whether that's against Seth Paren or against Damian Priest, if and when he finally cashes in. But you know, uh, this is. Uh, these are two of the foundational members of NXT as we know it today, diba? So we know what uh, we know their pedigree, and they were able to distill their styles for a TV main event. So it made it fun without being too work rate na parang pagod na pagod ka coming out of it. Which for someone like me, na nagahabul na lang ngayon, trying to keep up with all of the weekly television stuff, I really appreciate it. Yeah, uh, I wanted to quote something that uh, I think Kaz mentioned last week's uh, show nila. Uh, people were complaining about Kenny versus MJF being announced three days before or 14 days before, whatever. But days before the collision match. But people are all in for a Seth versus Sammy World Championship <laughs> match made on the night itself. Because hey, nobody in WWE gets to you know make uh, TV show cards beforehand. <laughs> so um, there's apparently a big void in the main event spot heading into Raw before you decide what it is on the day itself. So in that, uh, it is actually a good point to call out of you know uh, people being uh, hypocrites, especially if you're biased against AEW. But uh, really good stuff. Um, I remember I saw this right after uh, it happened. And people were saying that, especially Emilio, you were saying that um, you thought Sammy was going to win. 
And for a minute, it did kind of look like that,、um, especially with the whole broken back thing,、uh, which is still something that I know nah, but, play, but they did do a better job of playing that up in this match because、um, this finish that they had, the, the counter of the lion tamer to、uh, the roll up, that felt a lot more Orange Cassidy y、uh, than it, Seth has been doing since. So I appreciated that bit. I appreciated that attention to you know, the fact that. Seth was injured, right? So,、um, really good stuff. And、uh, you, I mean, does it prove that Sammy could be world champion material one day? I don't know. But、uh, I think people were ready to see it. The tables have turned. The podcasters now want to listen to you. Tell us your thoughts in the survey for a chance to win a cash prize. Be honest, huh? Answer the survey on our website, surveypilipinas.org. And you're automatically part of the raffle. For a chance to win 5,000 pesos in cash, make sure to complete the survey for your entry to be qualified. We're excited to get your feedback. We are listening. Just go to www.surveypilipinas.org at baka ikaw na ang next winner.、Um, I, I just appreciate na for once we didn't get a Judgment Day versus Team Babyface match、uh, because I feel like. That has been the main event of Raw for how many months already? So it's, it's refreshing. Plus, I also appreciate the, the fluke win because, you know, like we talked about on Thursday, that was becoming my main complaint about Seth's title reign is that they keep telling us this bad backstory, but they never, they, you can never see it in his matches. You can never see it in his style of defense. So at least, Dito, there was an, a bit of element of it to it. So I appreciate that. So, Uh, are they gonna go with that、uh, moving forward? I hope so. And yeah, for some reason, this has sparked an idea of me that we're gonna have a Sami Saint Chase of the world of the world heavyweight championship that will combine at WrestleMania or next year. I don't know. Maybe I feel like this is a test run. Palang test run ito for them if the people are gonna react to Sami Zayn being a single star again and. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like, you know, you know, the thing that we wished happened、uh, earlier this year is to have him win over Roman, but it didn't happen. So I feel like they're going to run it back again with him being a singles guy. And yeah, I would love it for Sami to chase the World Heavyweight Championship、uh, down the line.、Mm-hmm. So there,、uh, that's my pick from this past week's Raw. We're recording this again on a Monday, so we haven't seen、uh, the newest episode of Raw yet. Let's cross over to AEW for Rose's pick. Similar then, so Pikma actually, it's the opening match of last week's Dynamite MJF versus Daniel Garcia for the World Heavyweight Championship,、uh, for much of the same reasons that Stan picked Sami Zayn versus Seth Rollins. So,、uh, for some reason, MJF has been also wanting to prove himself a fighting babyface champion. So, legit, legit name turn, yeah, Deva.、Right? Yeah. Now more than ever, because he's throwing out random shots to people and wrestling on TV a lot more. But he gets it, you know,、uh, be a babyface, wrestle more, you know, be a heel, wrestle less, right? So、uh, I appreciate that he understands that. He also cannot help himself from doing some pretty、uh, crowd pleasing, wacky spots like the, the Sasuke special that he did at the beginning of the match, the bug versus.、Uh, Ready to pop the question? 
The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Kenny, the Bible levels versus Kenny. And uh, even, um, this was also not a very work-ready match. Uh, it was tama lang. It was sucks lang. Sucks for TV. Uh, you know, uh, not... PPV quality level, you know, Daniel Garcia isn't, you know, a PPV uh, main eventer just yet, right? So he kept it tame. He kept it uh, just right. And he, you know, just right for a world championship match on TV. So uh, I don't know if he's going to keep doing this. I don't know if there's more to the world championship tour, uh, but, uh, you know, full gear is coming up this week. So who knows? Um, if he retains the championship, we're going to get a new title defense uh, in a couple of weeks. Let's hope so, because uh, these have been getting really good. I'm happy that they're actually progressing with the Danny Garcia storyline because that is one of my disappointment, disappointment this year. Nah, I thought 2023 was going to be that year for da- her Daniel Garcia, but it's not happening. But slowly but surely, it, they are now... Um, opening up that storyline again of him struggling between being a professional wrestler and a sports entertainer, uh, and kumalasa din siya with the Jericho Appreciation Society, which is, you know, that's what I want as well for him, and just be just be a singles guy because he can he has he has the people's support he can wrestle so he doesn't need really any backing of any stable or, or something so I'm glad that they're. Uh, this is again um, a great match, great TV match, great opener. Openers are always great, and bit by bit, the appreciate ko na yung CMJF as a babyface jab. Like um, before, medyo ano pa, medyo awkward pa nung una, pero now he has fully embraced it and he has fully ran with it, which is uh, which is a good thing. Yeah, I was actually going to say the same thing you said about Daniel Garcia. Actually, yung, um, yung storyline niya being served by this match against MJF, which is something I appreciated. Um, I, I used to hate how AEW would uh, have the power rankings, diba? and then they would shoehorn someone into the championship scene uh, whenever it was convenient. So I'm glad that that power ranking system is over and done with. Uh, I, I I also appreciate that it made sense. Now, okay, MJF wanted to pluck Daniel Garcia out and give him that title shot, and then you got my uh, ano naman, my synergy naman with his own storyline. So it wasn't so out of out of nowhere for Daniel Garcia to be number one contender right then and there. So that part made sense to me. Um, I'm also very much enjoying MJF as a, uh, as, as a bona fide baby face here. So clearly they're doing something right, or clearly MJF is doing something right. I will just 
I, I, I just wish na he would finally have the championship. Um, it, it wasn't until I was listening to, and, and I hate that we keep referencing uh, Mass Man and Kaz here, but it wasn't until I heard David Shoemaker's rant about MJF not having the world championship, as in the physical title, na ang ridiculous na niya for me. Na, I, I get it, I understand the story that Jay White absconded with it, na he's using yung possession of the title to really taunt MJF, but it has gotten ridiculous. Like, wala bang authority figure, or wala bang authority si Tony Khan to really clamp down on Jay White and force him to relinquish possession of the title. <laughs> I, I like Tony Khan's own commitment to showing himself as oddly incompetent. <laughs> whether, whether he's doing a twi- uh, you know, whether he's doing a Twitter rant or showing himself on TV, he really loves to you know make himself look incompetent. So uh, some of it you learn from like the announcement thing. But now, because it's okay sana if he made someone else an authority figure, but obviously he is the very authority figure on the show. So the moment somebody doesn't enforce the law, if somebody doesn't enforce order, sure, you're going to point to Tony Khan. So are you really okay with making yourself look like an idiot <laughs> in charge? Of- yeah. That's basically what Shoemaker said on his podcast over the weekend. Why, why doesn't anyone force Jay White to return something that clearly does not belong to him? So in what company or in what organization is that right? Or allowable. I get it. There's a bigger story at hand. But uh, when, when someone calls out the logic here, you kind of wonder to yourself, na, oh, nga, no, parang ginagago ako dito. So, yun, that, that's my thing. So, ha, okay lang sana nung una, eh. Nung, like, just a couple of weeks, just to prove a point. Pero now, ilang weeks na to? Like, four weeks? Sambuan na, dude. Sambuan na. Oh, di ba? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah. I think it was Shoemaker then who said na uh, if a casual viewer were to tune into Dynamite and yes. see Jay White with the belt, they would assume that Jay White was the champion. Yeah. And actually, na apply na to sa akin. Sometimes I see Jay White with the belt, wearing the belt, not just you know you know carrying it around haphazardly. And I think, okay, is Jay White for a minute, for a second, I would yeah. think that Jay White is the champion. Then I remember that he's not. He just has the belt. But I guess. In a manner of speaking, I guess that's the psych behind it. <laughs> you kunyare, you uh, make Jay look like the champion in in de facto <laughs> because he has the belt. So uh, for a moment in time before uh, MJF beats him at full gear, possibly, uh, someone else was champion, even though uh, MJF is currently the longest reigning world champion in AEW. So maybe that's it. But I, I, I agree that uh, it's gone on for too long right now. And uh, at some point, uh, the authority behind AEW is the one that makes it, it is the one looking stupid. Yeah. Uh, you know, See, Shoemaker just goes on to identify so many things, MJF-related things, that uh, continue to expose how illogical AEW authority figures look in kayfabe because of the way that he's been handled. But in a vacuum, MJF versus Daniel Garcia, good stuff. All right, uh, let's go to Rowan's pick here. With um, We're actually going to spend time on SmackDown for our last couple of picks. Uh, Rowan picked yung heel turn ni Santos Escobar. So this is coming off of Crown Jewel where, di ba, ng Crown Jewel, uh, Santos Escobar actually got the brass knuckles from yung Alipores ni Logan Paul. And then instead of leaving with the brass knuckles or throwing them away or into the crowd, Santos left the brass knuckles on the apron. So to Rowan, it looked intentional pala after all. 
Um, I, I don't know if you guys agree with it. Uh, for no, me, I, uh, parang, parang inadvertent. Eh. Parang inadvertent yeah. Yeah, yeah, to me. Yeah, yeah. Na naiwala ni Santos Escobar maybe in the heat of the moment. What did you guys see? Uh, at first, um, people were gonna, uh, people were pointing to the intentional um, angle. But after I saw how they played it out on SmackDown last Friday, it was very much uh, Santos being an idiot. Because <laughs> 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 uh, Santos, nung Friday, if you if you noticed how they played out the story, yeah, it was obvious that Santos wasn't planning to turn heel on Ray. Yeah, uh, he only had the idea after Ray came in to save Carlito from uh, the Hurt Prophets. And uh feelings of Silos. Um so you had to go to Jack Roberto for that. But um it was then that he decided to turn heel. So he he got spurned by his hero, his his idol, by his jefe. And uh because it played out like that, Hindi Shinaga aligned with the fact that uh, Santos left it uh intentionally. But uh, there is a chance they could still retcon it and make Santos not look dumb. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but the way it is now, uh, Rowan reads it wrong. Unfortunately, he didn't want Santos to look stupid, but now he kind of does look stupid. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that being said, Rowan thinks that the idea of turning Santos heel is great. Uh, he just didn't like how it happened because he wishes Santos na, uh, that, that Santos didn't screw Ray over during the title defense because he would have wanted their rivalry to be for the title. So now, um, to him, it looks like they'll be fighting over the leadership of the LWO because nga, Santos is feeling jealous towards Carlito. He feels spurned uh, with, with everything that's uh, gone on between Ray and Carlito and Santos Escobar. Uh, Rowan also points out that with Ray being betrayed yet again, Maybe Ray Mysterio is the problem. Why gaslighting Ray here, Rowan? Because <laughs> he sees the memes. No, no, it's not. No, no, no. There was a meme who that that documented every time Ray got turned on. Yeah. So there was Eddie, there was Batista, yeah, uh, there yeah. was Lashley, Lashley, yeah. yes, and then now there's Escobar. <laughs> so, no, yeah. no, come on, no, this. <laughs> and I was probably joking, but um, you know, uh. It's easy to turn heel on Ray because he's he's smaller. Yeah, and he's the underdog, deba. Right? And it's yeah. wrestling. Everyone yeah. turns on everyone in exactly. wrestling. You can't exist as a character in wrestling <laughs> without ever experiencing someone turning on you or you turning on someone, deba. Right? Even coming hero in our careers, like we haven't even been doing this for a decade. We've gone through several turns, so. <laughs> Every, so no one is immune from turns, okay, yep. Rowan. So it just shows. It just sorry. It just shows that. Ray Mysterio has been around for more than 20 years. So this, these things happen. Yes. So, siyempre, yung characteristics ng heel is they are the ones na prone to betraying, betraying people. And Ray has never been a heel. So, and he's like the, the eternal baby face of wrestling. So, ano lang to, uh, sa sobrang tagal lang talaga ni Ray na madami nang, madami nang kumupal sa kanya. It's not Ray being the problem. I, I don't know why Rowan is uh, alluding to this. Iginagaslight nga si Ray Mysterio. Pero do you guys like the Santos Escobar heel turn? Do you like uh, seeing Santos being primed up for a rivalry against Ray over Carlito? <laughs> I'm going to say yes. Because uh, they did bring up uh, Legado for for Santos. Uh, I mean, no offense to Raul and uh, our boy, Kuya, Kuya Joaquin, but... Uh, the 
the stable was brought up for Santos. He was being primed for that run. He was the guy for that. And um talaga because of the feud with Dominic and that uh, Dominic had judgment day, so Ray needed a, a posse to back him up. So uh, I think this is them going back to the whatever the original plan was for uh for Legado, for at least Santos. I don't know who's going see Cruz and see Joaquin. But um Remember that Santos really was originally healed about right? when he came, yeah. when he came up, mm-hmm. so you know it was just a detour, you know, and uh, this is okay. Uh, let's hope that he goes after, well, not the U.S. championship because Logan Paul is still U.S. U.S. champion, and he's probably going to be that way until maybe WrestleMania or whatever. So, um, okay, Venta. Uh, I mean, there's not much time on SmackDown, but you know, uh, the more you focus on. Uh, a single sport for Santos, especially at his age, then the better. Yeah, same thing here. Um, when they formed the LWO, this is pretty much where it's headed. Um, because I, you know, there were some reports that uh, the LWO merch is so long mabenta, so they kind of extended the run. Say, you know, they are uh, uh, they're popular uh, with with the fans. But this is where it's always headed, you know. Uh, this uh, a feud between Santos and uh, Rey Mysterio, which is this is gonna be a great, uh, gonna gonna be a great feud. And uh, I I like the execution of the heel turn. Um, uh, again, yung pag-iwan ni Santos nung grass knocks was never was I don't think that was intentional at all. Medyo ano lang siya, medyo tanga-tanga lang siya don. Um, and in a way, I feel like Santos was kind of justified because. Me, ano eh, like Cardito is to be honest, like if you would look at it, he was kind of an outsider to the LWO. Tapos Ray was, um, that even though he didn't he, he was kind of signing with uh Cardito in, in nung, nung, nung SmackDown. So, um, it's gonna be interesting how they're gonna go with this feud. And, um, at the end of the day, I think this feud is to put over Santos then as, as a threat on, on SmackDown. Yeah, of course, of course. Uh, yung pinaka intriguing dito para sa akin is who gets the sp- uh, the spoils of the divorce? Where do the kids go? Oh yeah, <laughs> LWO Wolfpack, LWO Hollywood. <laughs> I mean, that's where it's headed. Right? I mean, they split up, so this was naturally where it's gonna go. Or maybe we're gonna get a couple of call ups with the uh, Los Otarios. Uh, oh yeah, and, right, right, right. I forgot. WWE took a twenty three Myra faction. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, <laughs> so, Los Lotharios. They're just Angel Garza and Umberto Carrillo now. Yeah, you can yeah. just call them the Carrillo, the the Garzas. But the Garzas. Yeah, so the Garzas. Might, might get uh, Garza, uh, the Garzas call up here and uh, para to even up the numbers, I guess. Yeah, then we can bring back Primo and uh partner in here. Epico. I mean, Epico, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Bring them back. Cousins the Colon- against the cousins. Colognes, the Colognes were great, huh? People people like yeah. to shit on them because they, they yep. became those Matadores, but they were yeah, super great. good. Yep. Yeah. Let's just have cousin warfare. Cousins just fighting with one another, man. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's close this out with Emil's pick also from this past weekend, SmackDown. All right. So my pick from SmackDown is uh, the main event, which... Pretty much is the angle of Asuka turning on uh, her team to join in damage control. So the match is the damage control, Eoskai, Kyrie, and uh, Bailey against Asuka, Bianca Bella, and Charlotte Flair. Again, this pick is more of the, what happened, the angle, um, uh, after the match. Uh, in a way, this is one of those 
it's surprising pero not surprising uh, turns kasi it also makes sense because Asuka has history with Kairi Sane be- being as they were a tag team before um before Kairi left they were in a tag team and there was some history as well um with Asuka and the damage control is it's one of those if you can't beat him, join him. What kind of things? Now Asuka's been fighting damage control for the better part of of this year, and she just gave in because maybe because Kyrie was there, and uh, this has been her plan all along, Siguro. Um, and yeah, uh, it's it's great how they executed it. No one also saw it coming. I mean, I thought we were headed for a dissolution of the damage control, but instead. They grew in numbers and even became stronger now. And uh sobrang, ano, sobrang, uh good timing then because we're gonna we're gonna have war games and there's already your war games team right there. Um you got the damage control as a unit. Maybe you could add in one more, but that's that's the unit already. Uh and you know, looks like the, we're gonna also get the team of coalition of baby faces here with uh Bianca, Charlotte, Shotzi, and uh, the rumors is maybe Becky Lynch is that last member. So very good timing. You want to on SmackDown and uh, it, and I, I don't know. May, I don't know the direction of the damage control now. Now that Asuka is in it, are they gonna continue as a group or? Ah, uh, yeah, um, I haven't seen SmackDown Lowdown. Oh, hey. so uh, SmackDown Lowdown. Yeah, uh, it it was just like a one minute thirteen second video where Bailey was the last person in the room. So like plot plot na sila. And then clearly the body language is that others na si Bailey. So she's Ooh, all insecure yeah. and shit. So uh, I think that's where it's going to go. I think Bailey is going to be the edge here. Yeah, it's going to be judgment day 2.0 here. Foreign for anyone in it. You match it. Yeah, the women's war games match looks like it's foreign for. Four I don't four. think they're going to kick fair. Bailey out now, but I yeah. think the long term goal is for it's Bailey to get yeah. kicked out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, it's gonna be. This is definitely some interesting development. I didn't have any interest a bit with damage control, but now I'm back. Uh, I'm back on that wagon. Um, I'm gonna. It's very interesting. What's gonna happen? I mean, war games. Of course, they're gonna. Shempre kambi kambi pasila. But afterwards, I think uh, that is something to watch out for. Yeah, damage control is uh, in many ways the hottest stable in WWE. Like uh, all, all the attractive people on that roster, all the ass kickers on that uh, in in that stable. Um, I'm not sure what I feel about Asuka joining damage control. Like I I I know it's been two days. Nipanisha fully sink in just because Asuka has gone through a very weird 2023. Yeah. Like, but she came back as the psycho clown Asuka, the the Joshi murderer that she was from uh, her days in Japan, and then. Uh, she turned against Bianca and then she kind of turned face when she went to SmackDown and then now she's heel again. So, it's uh, confusing itong nangyayari kay Asuka ngayon. But at, at least now that she's in damage control, she's firmly a heel. So, I guess that's something she can anchor her character on. And uh, the, the question now is, okay, Io is the champion, but like, who is the leader here? I think Io is going to be the leader. Uh, yun, yeah, when I saw that Bailey was about to, you know, get it, uh, na, na, wh- how who else would you anchor the the stable around if not for the champion? Diba? Uh, Asuka feels like the natural leader, but as you said, um, she hasn't been uh, the top woman for a long time now, and uh, even though she was for previously champion this year, uh, it wasn't, you know. A blip on the radar, even so. Um, I think uh, it's funny, and I 
I like this twist a lot more than Bailey turning on EO. But uh, the twist of um, EO gathering the troops and uh, forcing them to go against Bailey was is a lot more compelling to me than the other way around. Even though I was ready to see a, a babyface EO run, because hey, uh, deserving of yeah, she's she's good as a face. But uh, if they let uh, the Joshi girls run wild on this, um, especially Dakota, because she was also uh, she also had time in Japan. Um, it would be a lot more fun, I think, because uh, damage control was there. Uh, damage control really wasn't uh, a fleshed out unit uh, for the longest time. I, I've been wondering, I, I wanted them to explain what was the damage they were controlling, but uh, they never got around to that. So they were just what angsty, uh, they were just angsty NXT ladies who were not as featured as much. About. So uh, I think they have a real chance now of making it better. Even though you can say that it's a pitfall, now, okay, you're putting all the Japanese girls together in one unit. Uh, it's so good, though. I mean, uh, that's today. So that yeah. I think more than makes up for uh, the poor, the you know, the poor writing on its face. And uh, I'm looking forward to this. You uh, know, I don't member of Team Babyface. Yes, I mean, me, Emil, it could be Becky Lynch. I was actually thinking Michin because she's still yeah, there yeah, on the uh, roster. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Michin. Yeah. I think Michin's the fourth uh, woman here. I'll put uh, my money on her. Um, going back to you, Sinabi Mohanina Row with the poor writing, I wouldn't say it's poor writing, generally speaking, just because in acknowledge the Manila history ni Kyrie with Bailey, history ni Kyrie with EO, and then with, uh, with, with Asuka, they were able to integrate all of that, having even playing that clip from three years ago the where Bailey took Kyrie out of WWE essentially and then Kyrie saying uh, I forgive you I'm, I'm gonna go for a hug so you, you have those seeds of dissent right away between Kyrie and Bailey that tension there which is a good way to introduce a brand new element here yeah so yun uh, just something to end something for everyone to chew on as we uh, wrap up our conversation here about our picks of the week so quick recap once again uh, since we are commemorating the life of the late great Eddie Guerrero go watch Halloween Havoc 1997 yung iconic uh, cruiserweight championship match now with Rey Mysterio and then our picks from this past week in wrestling Seth Rollins versus Sami Zayn on Raw for the World Heavyweight Championship MJF versus Daniel Garcia for the AEW World Championship on Dynamite the Santos Escobar heel turn from SmackDown and then that uh, everything involving damage control on SmackDown from this past weekend those are our picks of the week and as we wind down here, go ahead and follow us on social media. It is at Wrestling2XPod on TikTok and on Twitter. At Wrestling Wrestling Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and on Spotify. And then individually, it is at Chino Supersized, at Monday Night Rowan, at EML underscore Meister, at Rowiswar, and at underscore Stancy. Thank you very much to Babyface producer Jasper and everyone over at uh, the Pod Network for all of the work that they do behind the scenes. And on behalf of Emil Nate and Romoran, my name is Tansi. This has been another episode of the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast in the books. We're out of here. Stay safe, stay healthy, and don't be a dick. Peace. The opinions of podcast creators, hosts, and guests are not necessarily reflective of the official stance of the Pod Network Entertainment, its hosts, or other network programs. The content created by the people behind the podcast is personal and not meant to harm any religion, ethnicity, group, organization, company, or individual. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 